Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code OLDLINE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code OLDLINE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please play responsibly. For help, visit MDGamblingHelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Don't let the stock price affect you. Mm. Like the, the more you, you put your emotion to make your decision, um, that's when you're going to do something irrational. So I see a lot of people like overcomplicating, oh, I'm going to invest in banks, I'm going to invest in this. Mm. I just say to them, just stick to what you know. Don't worry about you have to diverse into banks, diverse into oil, diverse into this. Like, yeah, I'm also fairly comfortable investing in China anyways. Like, I think USA and, and China, I think they're, gonna learn to get along in a way um, they need each other a lot of people ask me if i'm worried i'm not really worried i mean even if something does bad happen like i'm fine with it like i could probably recover at some point i'm still okay young so yeah we were talking about this offline um the bank of england's thinking that there's going to be a recession yeah. for for all of 2023 mm. um so how are you planning to invest in, in that kind of environment? Welcome to the Takeoff Experience, where I sit down with highly driven people to talk about their journey, their failures, and their successes. If you want to take off in your career, your business, your finances, or your mindset, then this podcast is for you. Welcome back to the Takeoff Experience. So yeah, this is the first episode that we're recording in 2023, but you're actually going to probably hear this in, I think, at some point um in february um yeah we got wes back in the building how, how are you doing today I'm, I'm good good um thanks for having me back on it's a pleasure to be on your show now it's all good it's all good um how was your christmas and new um, year it's been good thanks um, um just relaxed chill really um but it was a good 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 time off really how about you yeah yeah mine was all right you know i um i was ill for most of it to be yeah. honest yeah i was ill i think i was ill right up until a couple of days ago so yeah. yeah i had i think i had the flu for like two weeks so i was wiped out but yeah. you have to just do what you got to do but yeah no it was relaxing it was nice to have the time off it yeah. was nice to reflect on uh 2022 and what what we achieved with the podcast and mm -hmm. savvy wallet um but yeah no nah, um it's good to be back yeah. i'm looking forward to 2023 <laughs> yeah. i've got some big goals that i want to achieve we'll see if we can uh yeah. achieve them but yeah 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 mm -hmm. so um for those that haven't listened um, to, you know, we've done a few episodes together. Yeah. Um, who, who, who is Wes? Um, Wes, so I'm Wes. I'm, I'm 27 years old. Um, I was born in Jamaica, grew up here. Um, I'm an investor, value investor. And yeah, I've been investing for around three years now, maybe. Okay. Yeah. So. Nice, yeah. nice, 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 nice. And um, you also got a page, right, as well? Can yeah. Talk to, to us about that a little bit. Um, yeah, I got an Instagram page. It's got around 3.7K followers. Um, Instagram page is at Investing with Wes. I started that around last year, um, July, maybe. And, yeah, it's been great for me. You know, I've met a lot of people. 
you know networking it's been fun for me just you know creating content you know helping people learn stuff like that did you you know where is that did you think it would go to where it's gone to when you kind of started it not gonna lie no yeah. um yeah because i didn't expect people to be engaging what i post because mm. you know when i started the, the, i was complete i was doing some something completely different you know on instagram you basically see a lot of these these hype stocks and that's what's was popular then so it's kind of you know hard at the beginning but you know, I just stuck to it, and it somehow it just managed to work where, where I've grown to to this amount of following. Mm. So yeah, it's been, yeah. Hey, okay, love that, love yeah, that. Yeah, I think love people that. like my content because it's just different in a way. Maybe yeah. I think, yeah, you have to be different. Yeah, I think so. I think I think being different is important, mm. and uh, have confidence in your approach. I was listening to something the other day. Mm. I think it was Poet. Poet says something where he was like, um, I think they were asking him a question around like, you know, if you've got an idea or something, I'm paraphrasing here. Yeah. If you've got an idea or something, um, like basically if you have confidence in the idea, yeah. you'll continue with it kind mm -hmm. of thing. Mm -hmm. But if you kind of like veer off and move to something else, it kind of shows a lack of confidence in in yourself and belief in yourself which i think is kind of true yeah in, in a way right like i don't think like you can get anywhere in life without trying to mm. you know yeah have confidence and stick stick to your plan yeah. yeah it might not work out but at least you know you're confident in that plan exactly. if you get what i'm saying yeah. right instead of just like flip-flopping yeah, exactly. on, on, <laughs> on everything you know what yeah. i'm saying so yeah, yeah man talking about flip-flopping the stock market is on a mad mad thing well it was a mad thing last year yeah so, 2002 uh, so i've got down here that s&p 500 was down 18 percent. <laughs> apparently that's the worst annual return since the great depression yeah that's saying yeah that's what i've heard i think so the 2000 so last year in the stock market i think it's important to reflect on everything that's going on so we've seen a lot of stocks drop in value 60 70 80 90 percent even if we're not invested in those companies still an important lessons to learn because it's something that happens a lot of time where people get overly excited causing prices to go up and then eventually reality sets in and then stocks just come back down to earth but i think um those who are invested in all these companies that are down significantly um just you know take it on a chin just learn from it know what went wrong and and if you learn from it um there's still you can still you know do well in the market over the long run so yeah it's been tough for a lot of people because i've been speaking to people in the, in mm. the private message i scroll through my feed and people post their portfolio it's sad to see really mm. them being down so much because your goal is to compound over life and yeah. if you're compounding and you you're down 60 percent one year it's going to be very very hard to recover mm. that so yeah it's yeah um it's sad really yeah it's a, it's a tough one yeah i think i think 2022 is such a is such a unique year because obviously we're still going through or recovering from a pandemic then you had inflation going up and then you had interest rates going up as well and then you had people talking about a recession i mean in the us it's like technically it's a recession in the uk mm. here we're not like sure yet but they're mm. saying that yeah uh, for two, uh, 2023 they're thinking it's going to be so it's a bit of a tough one but yeah like you said I think it's like lessons learned and I think these things are like good history lessons for you to yeah. look back and be like oh, okay cool yeah okay clearly mm. stock market was overvalued you know everybody was getting way too too excited uh, mm -hmm. on the recovery and the optimism and yeah it's, it's, it's like you said it's like you know people people learn from that um so how how did your portfolio perform? I know how it did because obviously I'm, I follow you on Instagram, but for yeah. like the listeners, so, so last so last year, so from January two thousand and twenty two to December two thousand twenty two, I think my portfolio performed at around negative um, four percent year to date, and I think the market returned like negative eighteen nineteen percent. Mm -hmm. So there was a clear outperformance right there. Yeah. Um, so. I'm pleased with that really because my goal is to to try and survive a bear market really um if I can 
yeah, so I want to do better than the market during the bad times because I feel doing better than the market during the bad times is is more is 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 it shows someone that they're very skillful at what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Like because when the market's going up, you don't really need to be skillful at it. Like mm-hmm. you can just throw dart a dartboard and everything will yeah. go up. So yeah, the bear market's interesting. I just want to survive it. Try not to lose as much, not to lose money and just take things slowly this year i'm off to a great start so far um i'm up around nine percent okay even wow, though it's, it's even though it's like four or five days <laughs> four or five uh, days yeah, in. yeah don't yeah, get gas um, man. <laughs> i'm not ga- i'm not gonna be happy like i'm just gonna see how i can do see what I, um if we're six months in we're still doing well um mm. that's gonna be good as well so yeah. yeah i'm just trying not to lose much money in yeah. this bear market how did you feel though when like um the st- when your investments were going down at the time like what what was like the thoughts going through your head so my investments going down mostly the ones that were going down was probably i'd say meta and the chinese stocks uh, um were going down um around the same time um mm-hmm. to be honest um i have I have, a, I have a group chat you know um we I just phoned one of my friends and we we're just literally laughing about it really. Okay. And we just bought we just bought more. Um because that's the the sensible thing to do really. Um yeah, you just don't don't let the stock price affect you. Mm. Like the the more you, you put your emotion to make your decision, um that's when you're gonna do something irrational. So if a stock's going down, mm. you just, you know, take yourself away from the market, just reflect, okay, what is my thesis? Yeah. If my thesis is still the same, you buy more. But for some people, it's very hard to do that because mm. no one really likes to, you know, put money into a company and then yeah. it just goes down even more. But yeah. you just have to understand your thesis and over time, the market will get it correct. So that was what I basically, you know, done. So, yeah, I can I can cope with declining stock price because I also know the true value of mm. the company. And I think that's important as well. Okay. Cool, cool, cool. What mistakes do you think you made in 2022? Okay, so... In and, my, and you said these some of these in your newsletter. Yeah, so, so in my yeah. newsletter, um, I felt that I overpaid for PayPal and um, and Meta. Okay, that's interesting. Yeah, so even though I overpaid, it's not the end of the world because my goal is to earn 15%. Even though I overpaid, I could probably earn around 7%, which is still good at the end yeah. of the day. But yeah... Um, Luckily, met um PayPal. It went up, so I made like thirty percent on it, and I sold it. Okay. Um, with Meta, um, I'm happy with the. Oh, you the, sold PayPal? Yeah, yeah. Why? <laughs> so, I'm, I'm, I'm confused. I'm like, wow, yeah. sold PayPal. Um, <laughs> to be honest, with PayPal, right? Um, it's a difficult one. Like, it's in a very, very competitive industry, mm-hmm. and I feel the fundamentals are deteriorating in okay. in a way. So. And also, my strategy has really shifted since you've last spoken to me. Okay. So I more favor really smaller companies now. Okay. Yes. Okay. So small caps type. Yeah, small caps. Yeah, large. Yeah, those kind of things. So. Okay. Yeah, that's what I was. I'm more favorite towards, and so, yeah. So back to the mistakes. Um, I overpaid for PayPal and Meta. I'm fine with holding Meta because. Um, my average has gone down now. Mm. Um, it's one that I want to hold on for for a decent, you know, long run. Mm. Um, so yeah, those are the mistakes. Also made errors of omission, which is basically mm. you you know everything about a company, mm. but you just don't buy it in the end for some okay. reason. Like there's just something you feel that you're missing, mm. and I had that with a few companies um, where I knew everything about the company, but I didn't buy it, and then like a month later they're up 40 50 percent mm. so it does hurt you know cause, yeah but you just gotta we well, can't invest in any everything right no you just gotta you know yeah saying, exactly right and like you know it's funny you say that because i feel like you no one can tell the future so mm. and that's what's so exciting exciting and mm. scary about the stock market yeah. you don't know what's gonna happen mm. so yeah as much as you're saying yeah it went up 40 percent, but what's if it went down 40 40 percent you'd have been like oh yeah i'm glad i yeah. i dodged that bullet mm. right but so. the thing is these companies were statistically very very cheap so okay. 
one company, you know, was growing around 15% um, compound annual growth really? for like the, for the last five, 10 years. Wow. It's a flower company. And was it a flower company? Yeah. A flower company. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So they were really cheap. They were selling below their book value. Yeah. So that's literally rock bottom valuation. Yeah. So if they, you know, go bankrupt, I was yeah. still win in the end yeah. from the payouts so it was a very cheap company but for some reason i didn't buy it why because uh, i don't know flower company <laughs> i don't know for some reason i just did not buy it like i was just trying to find what's wrong here like why are investors pricing this so low yeah so i'm like thinking i don't know and yeah it's at, it's at around nine or ten pound now okay when i was looking at it it was at around six six pound. oh wow so yeah like yeah. a good 50 50 yeah so wow yeah. That's mad. That's mad. Yeah. yeah, I think I think um you said there like some of the challenges of investing that sometimes mm. no matter you do all the research mm. in the world, the valuation is good and you sometimes you just doubt yourself yeah. you're gonna get it right or wrong. And this is what why investing is so difficult. Yeah. Because, you know, hitting that buy button is mm. not easy. Yeah. You know, no. Hitting that sell button is not easy. Yeah. Either, you know. Um what other challenges do you think that you had like with um investing in like 2022? Um I, f- I felt I mean as- apart from you know those two minor mistakes I wouldn't call it major mistakes. Mm. Um I didn't face too many challenges. I was pretty much fine with like the psychology of seeing things going down really. Yeah. Uh my portfolio didn't really take a, a batter in where I lose sleepless nights or anything mm. like it was pretty much steady you know I think the maximum drawdown was probably around 10% year to date last yeah. year so it was I don't really face many um challenges from what I can um, remember yeah okay. yeah okay cool 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 mm. um what are you gonna do differently in 2023 nothing really you're gonna do the Not same the, thing same okay thing. we're gonna we're gonna talk we're gonna <laughs> hold, hold that thought we're gonna talk about 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 um your plans um in 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 just a second right. but um we're gonna talk about your favorite stock <laughs> right now your favorite company tesla right now <laughs> yeah so <laughs> i mean i've done multiple tesla posts um, yeah and since then they're probably down significantly 72 percent from all-time high yeah down. so yeah i mean you a lot of people are invested in this company yeah a lot and a i lot see a lot of people. of people bailing um from it so i don't know what the reason is like it was clearly overvalued mm. so i just stay away from those kind of things because yeah you don't want to lose money on mm. an overvalued company like, yeah it's very very hard for something that's really overvalued to mm. actually recover back yeah and um, we've seen that in 2000 you know the tech bubble where a lot of the companies like even till today none of them have touched their all-time highs so yeah yeah when something's clearly overvalued, just stay away and just, yeah, yeah. What do you think is going on with it? Like, why is it cratering like that? Like, so, like um, you know, even though it, it yeah, it is overvalued, mm. but the decline was so rapid, it was yeah. crazy. Um, I mean, there's always a reason to justify something going down or yeah. up. Um, a lot of people are saying the reason why Tesla is crashing is because of Elon mm. with micro factors um and all that sort of stuff so it's it's really hard to tell uh, maybe it's a little bit of everything yeah so um yeah but at the end of the day um you, you can't really you know blame all those things um it, it was going to happen one way or another yeah whether they probably missed earnings really badly mm. or it's all these little things so yeah yeah, it's just falling so fast, so yeah. quickly. Like, I mean, Twitter. I feel like I think a lot of people think that Twitter, Elon buying Twitter, has mm. um, something to do with it because I guess he's mm. now added another company to where he's CEO. He was already CEO for mm. too many companies: Tesla, yeah. SpaceX. There was a robot company, yeah. and then there was one more, some kind of um, mind one or whatever. I think the boring company. Or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he was already CEO for like four companies, yeah. and he's taken on the fifth, and then the fifth is also yeah. a massive. We're yeah. talking about multi-billion-dollar yeah. company. So, um, and he tweets a lot. Yeah, he tweets a lot. <laughs> a lot. I feel like he tweet. He's tweeting a lot more now that yeah, he's exactly. the CEO yeah. than when he wasn't. Yeah, and. 
yeah i think i think it's um yeah what do you what do you think about that what do you what do you think about his the recent i mean i won't let me not call them antics but like the shift with him with what's going on i think he's really pushing a lot of people's buttons like he's trying to be edgy in a way so yeah i prefer if my ceo didn't tweet really i prefer if they just you know run the business and you're trying get maximum value from it but um yeah not much to say really um regarding um elon's um antics but i just ignore it really like yeah what what he's tweeting like i think it's just ridiculous yeah i would you know i would imagine somebody who's lost 200 billion in net worth i would imagine he he would calm down a little bit and chill I mean, to be honest, he's still worth a lot from 340 billion to 137 billion. That's still a lot. He's still, mm. I think he's still like the second Richard or third Richard mm. anyway. So he's still mm. wealthy. Like he's yeah. wealthy beyond imagine- <laughs> <laughs> imagination. Do you know what I mean? So it's not like, it's so hard because it's like, how can you even criticize somebody like that? Right. Yeah. You're like, oh yeah. Okay. You lost 200 billion. But the people criticizing him don't even have a fraction. Yeah. Have a fraction of that. So the thing is, um, I mean, he sold a lot at the top. So yeah. I don't think he's phased if he's lost so much within this short time yeah like he was selling at the top so yeah 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 what was your price target again for tesla do you remember um i think around 50 dollars. 50 if it ever got there 50 dollars. so that's about like we're thinking is that that's a 50 percent drop almost. 50 50 60 percent drop from yeah profit. would you would you ever if it ever got there i don't know to be honest it's yeah not, yeah I don't, i'm not sure to um you knew usually, ai was coming self-driving <laughs> robots at 50 dollars to you be honest like, car companies are usually out my circle of understanding i never yeah really like to invest in them because yeah it's really competitive you know yeah. like low margin um they all always go bankrupt every now and then mm-hmm. so i would have to i don't know really um if i would invest in it what about you would you invest in it i know you used to own it i used to own tesla and i sold it um i sold it because of elon Mm -hmm. that guys don't crucify me um (laughs) and it was yeah it was getting expensive i was like yeah this is i i think i made like 80 to 100 so i was like yeah i think i can i can get out of it and i got i made that 80 to 100 even being yeah late it was yeah. later so yeah. i was like yeah okay i think i can get out would i invest i don't know right now mm. i think i would have to i want to monitor the situation it's interesting to follow i yeah. think they're very interesting case study to follow mm. um but right now with elon being the ceo of twitter no because mm. i feel like his focus is is just not there yeah. with where it needs to be and like like you said competition is catching up um you know you got all these other startups um mm-hmm. coming into the space as well so i feel like because his focus is not i feel like he's almost feel like tesla's at a stage and mm. he's like oh yeah i can just kind of yeah. be a bit hands-off i feel like that's what he feels like we've made it because yeah. they're big they're like a big brand like they're yeah. very well known it's not like they need to do much marketing anymore they're mm. they're known company now i think yeah. so I, f- I feel like he's just a bit like okay Mm. Let me just focus on my new baby Twitter <laughs> kind of thing. So, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. I think for now, no, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't go back into Tesla. I think I'd, yeah, I think I'd yeah. stay out of that one, unfortunately. Yeah. There's probably better opportunities out there, to be honest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely. Talk about better opportunities. Um, Chinese stocks, they're, they're having a bit of a rebound. I know it's, it's a little bit early, but they were having their rebound anyway yeah. towards the end of last year. Yeah, that's correct. Um, so so what, what, um, remind us, what companies are you invested in um, in China at the moment? So China, um, I currently have holdings in um, Alibaba. Um, JD.com and Tencent Holdings. Those yeah. are the three main ones um, I currently have in my portfolio. Yeah. So um, they're pretty big allocation. I think I've around maybe around I think maybe forty eight percent China. Forty eight percent China. Yeah. So you're not worried about that? No. <laughs> Seriously, why? Why? Uh, I don't know. Like a lot of people ask me if I'm worried. I'm not really worried. I mean even if something does bad happen like i'm fine with it like i could probably recover at some point i'm still okay young but um i think i think usa and and china i think they're gonna learn to get along in a way um they need each other um i think 
China, they want to be the number one economy. And if they want to be the number one economy, um, they're going to need these companies and they're going to have to let them do the, let the companies do their own thing. Okay. So I think, you know, China will thrive in the next five to 10 years. Mm-hmm. Um, I, and also recently they're, they're more, they're like not um, cracking down on tech, the tech companies. They're trying, they're just letting them do their thing. They've, given a few gaming license like 10 cent mm-hmm. and all and netties and all those ones um mm-hmm. yeah so i think this year what was that what was that license thing a gaming license so they're giving them so they yeah just yes what's that mean like a game because you need a gaming license okay. uh, yeah to you know publish games because really yeah in china they're really strict on gaming so yeah yeah um so yeah. Think something about like I remember we mm. I've I read it somewhere they is it like children only can play three hours a yeah, day or something, something like, like that? Yeah, yeah, that, yeah that that's was, crazy. Yeah, it is. I mean, yeah, it's insane. I think this year um, the companies will be allowed to grow. They, um, yeah, they won't be. I'm expecting no more crackdowns. Yeah, I to just let it go. Yeah, um, they've also been cooperative with the audits with the US. Okay. So um, that should be, you know, the final decision should be coming out, you know, probably in the next, probably three three months. So, yes, apparently it's it's, it's good good news. Um, mm. The audits were done um, very very quickly. Yeah. So, yes, it's going to be interesting, really, because I feel there's a lot of catalysts and uh, the share price should should go up a lot yeah if these you know catalyst plays out yeah you were saying something about um like in terms of you know i wanted to touch on that a little bit mm-hmm. where you were saying yeah if it if it if it doesn't work out like mm-hmm. you're young enough to mm-hmm. recover can you talk a little bit more about that like what you meant there so say so say like they get delisted or something um I'm fine with losing whatever I've put. Um, like I still got a long investing runway, so yeah. I could recoup those losses that I've yeah. made over a long period of time. Yeah. But I don't think it's going to come to that because even if they do get delisted, mm. I could get my shares converted to the Hong Kong ones. Okay. So I'll basically own them over the counter. So yeah, that's all. I'm not too too worried about the whole delisting. I think it's far behind us right now. Mm. Um. So. Yeah, that's it, really. Okay, okay. Yeah, it's interesting. The reason why I wanted to touch on that is because, like, um, you've clearly you're investing. What you're, mm-hmm. would you say, like, you're happy? Nobody's happy to lose money, of yeah. course. Yeah, but you're comfortable if yeah. it doesn't work out. Yeah, I'm still young. I'm still able. Mm-hmm. I can. I earn a salary. I'm yeah. gonna be able to yeah. invest in the future. Even if I lose this, yeah. if this doesn't work out, I can mm. learn from it and then mm. invest in the future. That's how you're looking yeah. at it. Okay. Yeah. That's interesting. That's yeah. interesting. That's a good way to look at it. I yeah. Think. That's a very good way. And yeah, I'm also fairly comfortable investing in China. Anyways, like, um, I know, like, I've looked at the situation enough. Mm. So yeah, I'm, I'm I'm fine with it really. Yeah. Yeah. How do you think they're gonna how do you think they're gonna perform in twenty twenty three? Because they still got lockdowns, right? Um, so the, they're easing up. They should be yeah. easing up around this month, next yeah. month. They said they're gonna scrap the zero COVID. Okay. So what's yeah. a zero COVID? I've, I've been hearing about so that. So zero that. COVID is like like proper strict lockdowns. Like mm. um, basically, you're not allowed to go out and all that stuff. Um, mm. Yeah, it's. it's it's really I can't believe they're still doing that. Yeah, I know. <laughs> that sounds wild, isn't it? Because yeah, I swear right. they must be the only country that's yeah. doing that. Yeah, but they they know I think they noticed that their economy is shrinking okay. because of the the zero um covid rules, so mm. they're just um just opening things up now. Um, yeah. F- finally after like 3 or 4 years. Yeah. Um so yeah, I'm expecting the Chinese companies to show recovery in probably the second quarter of this year okay so yeah we just have to wait and and see really yeah but are you going to be still investing throughout yeah yeah yeah, yeah. In, in the same ones that you mentioned yeah yeah okay you're not going to stop you know like... um to be honest because so, the stock price have gone up yeah um i've kind of like stopped adding because okay i don't want to you know 
because I want it to go down more. Okay. So what this allows me is to just focus on other companies in my mm. portfolio. So it's kind of a blessing in disguise. Mm. Um, I don't really want to, you know, buy above what I originally buy okay. bought it. So. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So you're not really looking at Chinese stocks anymore. You're like, okay, a little um, bit. Mm. A lot of them were shut up. Um, yeah. I did like Weibo as well. Yeah. So that's the Chinese Twitter. Yeah. Maybe if, you know, um, there's nothing else to buy and I've yeah. spare cash line around, I would allocate a small position to them because I, I do like them. Yeah. Weibo. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. <laughs> so, yeah, we were talking about this offline. Um, the Bank of England's thinking that there's going to be a recession yeah. for, for all of 2023. Mm. Um. So how are you planning to invest in in that kind of environment? So for me, I don't really change anything regarding my investing style. Mm. Um, I'm still going to mm. invest the same way I always invested. And yeah. that's trying to find undervalued companies um, that's trading at a margin of safety price. Um, I, I don't know how to edge. So a lot of people are edging with oil and all these, mm. all these other commodities. Yeah. To be honest, they're out of my circle of understanding. So yeah. I wouldn't be able to do that. So I'm just sticking to my main principles, really. Yeah. And as I was touching on earlier, um, for me, my interest lies in smaller companies. Yeah. And I'll tell you why. So we're retail investors. Um, you're not a billionaire, are you? No. <laughs> so, not yet. <laughs> you know, not yet. We're, we're not billionaires that we need yeah. to, you know, find something intelligent to, you know, yeah. put our money to work. So, yeah we have an advantage where we can invest in these smaller companies where it's enough to move the needle. Mm -hmm. So yeah, that's what I've gathered. Like people like Buffett, he can't invest in like a, five, a $500 million company. Yeah. He will end up buying the whole company. So yeah, that's true. Us retail investors need to take advantage of this where we're going to be competing against other retail investors, mm -hmm. maybe small fund managers who are just starting the game. And with that, that leads to outsized returns when we're looking at these small illiquid companies. Yeah. So that's just mainly my my way I'm gonna invest in as long as okay. you know I've the funds to do that. Yeah. But obviously if I somehow become a billionaire, mm. then I'd have to switch up to, to the Warren Buffett style. Okay. So yeah, I'm basically it's it's doing stages. So stage one, mm. you're looking at all these small companies, maybe special situation. Mm. Once you build enough cash, mm. then you move on to something like what's a, what's a special situation, by the way? So Sorry to interrupt you. No, it's fine. So we'll special situation is basically value investing with a catalyst. That's how yeah. I like to define it. Yeah. There are also um different types of special situation. Mm. So you have um spin-offs. That's yeah. my favorite. So yeah. when a parent company spins off a, a subsidiary, yeah. Um, they'll do that maybe because they feel the subsidiary can um provide value on its own mm -hmm. it can so it can reach its full potential yeah. so maybe i don't know if you remember at&t spinning off warner bros yeah so yeah, that's a spin-off yeah. um spin-offs are really good for retail investors yeah. who are you know who are small sums because spin-offs tend to outperform the market mm -hmm. by around 15 to 20 percent wow over the long run so yeah i'm looking at you know spin-offs um the another thing with special situation is merger arbitrage. Mm -hmm. So when two companies merging together, you usually yeah. get that spread. You know, like yeah. um, eight, um, Activision, Blizzard, and yeah. Microsoft. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that's another one. Um, that's that's they're like the, I think how much do they say they want to buy it for eighty five. Yeah, something yeah. like that. Something like eighty five a share. Let's for example say yeah. Microsoft want to buy it for eighty five yeah. dollars a share, but right now. Um, Activision Blizzard is like seventy dollars yeah. a share. You're gonna make fifteen dollars yeah, because yeah. it'll be sold for that. Yeah, for yeah it's a share. like, yeah, something like, like that. a quick, you know, yeah, quick, quick thing. And there's also liquidation play. Yeah. So a company, you know, um, they're trading below their net asset value. Um, okay. Because I haven't got the power to force a liquidation, <laughs> uh, maybe sh shareholders as a collect collective yeah. um can say hey um we're trading below liquidation um the best way to return value since mm. the company isn't going to do anything maybe the company is a dying company yeah you you can the company would sell all of its assets pay down its debt okay. and then return all that cash to shareholder in really dividend. that's interesting so that's another one um there's also bankruptcy okay i think that's not something i would get into because you need probably a, a law law be good in law yeah. and all the, the rules and stuff yeah. regarding bankruptcy 
Um, yeah, there's a few other ones, but my favorites are spin-offs, really. That's the okay. one that I'm more geared towards and obviously looking at smaller companies. Okay. Yeah. Cool, cool, cool. Sorry, I interrupted you before before you were yeah. saying you were talking about special situations yeah. and small. Yeah, if you wanted to continue talking about that. Um small so caps, yeah. yeah, so small so smaller companies, yeah. For the average retail investor, I feel that you should be invested in small companies. Yeah. Because you're competing against other retail investors and small yeah. fund managers. And if you're looking at these small companies, um they're not well known. Yeah. They're not in the public eye, which means you're going to get outsized returns. Yeah. So in order to outperform the market, you have to be different and do something different from the average. Like, um, I'll give you an example. Google, who doesn't know Google? Yeah. True. Like, like you can find that. out every information about Google. Yeah. But if you look at a small company that's, I don't know, 500 million market cap, like not a lot of people know it. There might be a mispricing. Um, so you can have an an a, an edge on that five hundred million dollar company, whether mm. that's maybe an analytical edge. You might have a behavioral edge where you're good with like good with volatility because they tend to be volatile. These companies, mm. um, maybe um, it's a company in your in your circle of understanding. So yeah, looking at these small companies will will give you really good returns over yeah. the long run, but. You're looking at something like Google, it's very hard. It's like what a trillion dollar company. Yeah. It's very hard for that to go to two trillion and mm. four trillion and six. Mm. So yeah, that's just mainly my goal. And I'm looking at quality small companies, the ones that make cash flow, profits, mm. and they have good margin and low yeah. debt. I okay. think those are the key things to look at. Yeah. Is there any in particular that you're um any companies particular right now that you're looking at so my portfolio surprisingly when i was starting to think about this this way i had mostly small companies anyway okay apart from you know baba and all the other chinese companies and meta and then um i had paypal at the time so most of my um so in terms of small companies um that i own right now i own um sprouts farmers market um Mm -hmm. i what's that what do they do um so they're like um they're they're like a you know, a supermarket in America, they sell like organic products, you know, okay, organic nutritional stuff as okay. well. So yeah, it's a really small company. It's it's popular in America. Like okay. yeah, if you you know go America, yeah. Um you are some Dino Sprouts, they'll probably tell you it's really good, but it's an expensive place to shop at. But people okay. just love to go there though. Yeah. Um oh, who else have I got? Um IG market. Mm. I'm I'm in that one as well. Um, I'm also invested in Academy Sports and Outdoors. Mm-hmm. That's been really good to me. Hibbert Sports as well. Mm-hmm. That's been good. I recently, um, spoiler alert, um, I bought Dr. Martins. Okay. Yeah. Dr. Martins. <laughs> yeah. That's your brand. Yeah. yeah that's yeah. bad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a really, really strong brand. Um, it is a strong brand, to be honest. Yeah. 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 People do like Dr. Martins. Yeah. yeah. Um, Strong business too. Yeah, business. really strong business. Yeah. It's been around for a very long time. Yeah, how long? <laughs> very, very long. Yeah. I think it's over 60 years old. Wow, seriously? Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. And the thing is, the shoes, the the main shoes that, that represent Dr. Martin, mm. it's still the top seller today. Okay. So it's a really, really strong brand. Um, I made sure I allocated a decent amount of that. Mm. Um. I'm looking at a few um, smaller ones. Um, so I'm looking at, um, I bought Airtel as well. That's another okay. one I have. Yeah, I remember you telling me about that. That's a yeah. African telecom yeah, company. Payment. They've got payment as well. Slash payments. But they, they actually, they're, they're listed here in yeah. the UK, but they're, they actually do all their business in Africa, right? So, yeah, yeah they operate in Africa. Yeah. They're listed on London Stock Exchange, but they're owned by an Indian company. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, so complicated. Yeah, it's a very complicated structure. Yeah. Um, Wix as well. I don't okay. know. Not, yeah, Wix, I know. Not Wix. the w- website builder, but the DIY store. Yeah, yeah, yeah I know them. Yeah, yeah. 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 So yeah. I'm invested in that one. That's a special situation. They got spun off. Okay, by, by who? Travis Perkins. Okay, Travis Perkins. What's his, what do they do? Mm-hmm. They're like a home build, home, home like DIY stuff. Okay. So they got spun off. The stock probably crashed like eighty percent since it spun off. Really? So I've practically paid nothing for the company. I'm collecting a ten percent dividend every quarter 
just waiting for the stock price to wow, go how up. How did you find that one? That's um, wait, um, a screener. Okay. Most of the companies I find are from screeners. Okay. Really. What's a, what's a screener? That so you screener, use? you um, so I I use multiple ones. I use um, Finviz screener. Yeah. Yahoo Finance screener yeah. and simply Wall Street screener. Yeah. I use them. Um, whenever I screen, I use all threes, you know, because yeah. you can find different companies on yeah. each ones. Because on Finviz, you tend to get like banks, oils, and commodities, yeah. and your Yahoo Finance, you get a, a, a broad range. Um, yeah. I do like Simple Wall Street though; mm. like it, it lists a lot of um, undervalued ones that you can find. Yeah. So yeah, I use those three to yeah. capture different, um, capture different metrics when I'm screening. Yeah. So. And what do you um what what kind of things do you put in criteria? What criteria do you put in for um, screeners? So criteria um yeah. so I I put um large cap and below. No, mm-hmm. I do medium cap and below. Okay. So I'm not sure the market cap, the threshold for medium cap. Yeah, I can't remember now. Yeah, like um, how many billions? Yeah. Billion, so yeah. and I put profit margin over ten percent. Okay. Uh, return on invested capital over ten percent. Okay. Uh, What's return on invested capital? So return on invested capital is basically um, how much cash, you know, the company can generate by investing in itself. So Mm -hmm. I like a 10% threshold, you know, you know, market, stock market returns around seven to 10%. Yeah. So I just like to go 10%. Yeah. Um, And what else do I put? Growth rate over 5%. Okay. And yeah, that's about it. It should give me a decent sized chunk to just... Yeah, you know, look through and also select the sectors I'm comfortable investing in because okay. I'm not, I'm not comfortable investing in a lot of sectors. So, okay. yeah, I like to select um, consumer discrepancy, um, yeah. consumer staples. Yeah. Um. So sometimes, um, um, e-commerce, um, yeah. technology companies, those kind of stuff. Yeah. So yeah, that's yeah. some basic metrics that I select. Yeah, you work in the consumer staples. Yeah, industry, yeah, right. Yeah, Can, from that point of view, how is is a recession impacting that? Because you you're kind of like an insider. Yeah, in it almost right. Yeah. So what? Yeah, like could you tell us what's like kind of going on? Um, from that so from what I can see, a lot of the price of the the goods have gone up a lot. Yeah, from what I am am gathered. Um, in terms of the shopping trend um people are still shopping mm. even though the food have gone expensive um so yeah um i noticed you know because foods are, are getting expensive there's a lot more like theft and stuff like that is it i think target was complaining about that as well mm. like because of this you know the, the food's gone expensive a lot of people are stealing more mm. so yeah but i do notice the trend that people are still buying mm. a decent amount of shopping even though it's yeah. gone up a bit yeah yeah okay wow that's yeah. crazy um what companies do you think will do well in this environment in this weird environment in that we're gonna be in 2023 yeah so i'd say it's the companies that produce a lot of cash flow okay and actually have real earnings okay the ones that don't have earnings will probably still get priced down okay yeah, that's what I think. Um, cash flow is what always yeah. matters. In the bull market, it might not matter when everyone's buying the latest non-profitable tech companies. Yeah. But in the long run, when the bear market hits, that's when cash flow matters. Yeah. Because that's, yeah, cash flow is king, really. Yeah, is yeah, you're generating money for the actual yeah. money for the company, not just empty revenue, innit? Yeah. Like, no profit mm. from it, right? Because your your business will die eventually yeah. if you don't if you never make it profitable book right exactly it can't work like that yeah i see a lot of people like over complicating oh i'm going to invest in banks i'm going to invest in this mm. i just say to them just stick to what you know don't worry about you have to diverse into banks diverse into oil diverse into this like cuz whenever i like to ask questions so do you, whenever someone asks me about a specific bank um i just ask them so what do you like about this bank um um, do you understand this 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 industry? And most of the time they said no. So and I'd always tell them you can't invest in it then. Um so just don't overcomplicate it. Just stick to what you know, make sure it's producing cash flow and then the market will take care of itself when yeah. yeah. I love that. I love that. Love that. Um so what's your investing goal for twenty twenty three then? My investing goal. How do you plan to achieve it? Oh, so hopefully continue to outperform this year. Mm-hmm. Um, probably 
probably make one or two investments this year. I don't know where that's going to come from, but hopefully make one or two. Yeah. Um, aside from investing, maybe, you know, my Instagram page, keep coming continue to grow that mm-hmm. keep continue to grow the the newsletter but yeah that's about it really yeah yeah personal goals for 2023 uh personal goals yeah or was it all just on the investing and um, investing with yeah, yeah probably just all investing you know and yeah. also maybe keep on reading yeah um yeah i'm currently reading margin of safety okay yeah by, what's that book about um it's, it's margin of safety by seth Klarman. so okay he just you know basically just in the book it's just installing what i've already learned so mm. it's a really good book um mm. i'm enjoying it so far um seth Klarman is probably yeah he's my favorite value investor okay i feel i align more with his thinking more than warren buffett yeah yeah seth Klarman. Interesting. I, yeah i align with why more, more than warren buffett? i don't know i just with seth Klarman, um with him i like how he just says it and just okay. breaks it down simple and okay. i just yeah um, you think he's a lot less um he speaks in a, a less complicated way yeah than warren buffett yeah, and other I, yeah, people right yeah and yeah. and i just align more with him for some reason yeah, yeah and i like yeah i just like the way he um he thinks as well okay yeah okay. i mean he's known as um i forgot where he's from now but um they usually call him the next one Buffett because okay. I think he's annualized around 20%. Really? So, yeah, he's, yeah, he's good. For how long? Uh, a really long time, but I can't really? remember the time frame. 20%? Yeah. Wow, that's impressive. <laughs> Imagine yeah. getting 20% return. You're almost, your money's doubling every five years. I know. That's crazy. Yeah, every really five good. years. Yeah. That's, oh, wow, that's insane. Um... How, how how do you think generally the stock market is going to play in 2023? Um, so, play out. To be honest, I really don't know. It could go either way, really. Mm-hmm. Um, for all we know, like, it could go up, like, 20% um, this year or go 20% down more. It, um, for me, um, either, for me, really, I don't really, you know, make these predictions. Um, I just continue to invest the best way I can. Um whatever happens happens um, yeah really but um i know a lot of people can't won't be able to take another 20 percent decline yeah that means these stocks will really really come down especially the ones that yeah don't generate profits mm-hmm. so yeah we just have to wait and see really um how the, the market goes um but if you're talking you know long term mm. a lot of people are speculating um we might see a lost decade so i hear that yeah a um, lost decade means that what no returns yeah, really yeah. yeah i mean it does make sense because the market mm. when you buy high mm. your returns are less and the market's yeah. pretty yeah you know expensive so a lost decade it might be a stock market uh stock pickers market okay in the next 10 years who knows really that's um, crazy that would be yeah that'd be tough for for people who are investing in index funds that would right? be very tough yeah very tough. imagine you invested and for 10 years you got no return <coughs> no, yeah. the same that you might as well put in a savings account right <laughs> <laughs> at least right at yeah. least you get some something of it yeah yeah that's that that's the dangers of the stock market unfortunately i think that it's true that when you do invest at the end of it you could return with the same or less than you invested in that yeah. is the nature of the game so you got to understand that mm. it's not like a casino for for a lot of people think it's like when you're putting your money in there there is a danger that you could lose part of all of your money yeah. that's you know yeah. that's the truth so yeah. um, i think in terms of what you're saying i mean you could lose your money but um i think you just got to know what you're doing so if yeah. you're picking individual stocks um and you trust your valuation work and you're buying on the, on the value companies, yeah. you will make money over the long run. Yeah. But you know, with this last decade, the index fund, like it's going to be very hard psychologically mm. for the index fund people because yeah, but it's a time to accumulate, isn't yeah. it? So, yeah. and just ride it up when it goes up. Yeah. 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 So what, what you got planned next for yourself? Um, next, um, not got much plan really just kind of you know just continue if anyone wants me to come on their show mm. i'm fine with coming on speaking and stuff mm. like that um but nothing major really planned 
Okay, yeah. cool, cool. Where can people find you? Um, oh. So you can find me on Instagram at mm-hmm. Investing with Wes. Mm-hmm. Um, if you click on my bio on Instagram, um, there's a link tree. Yeah. Um, so you could find me on Twitter. Um, you could find my newsletter as well. Yeah, cool, cool. And any final words uh, for the listeners? Um, final words. Um, good luck, everyone, with the investing um, this year. Um, keep learning, keep reading, and and yeah, wish everyone all the best. Awesome, 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 awesome. Thank you so much, Wes. Yeah, wish you good luck as well in 2023. I think the stock market is going to be, it's going to be an interesting year. Um, Watch as listeners. Yeah, just, you know, if you're investing, uh, just keep your wits about you. Just Mm. keep on educating yourself. Mm. Uh, Just keep on, you know, seeking out information as much as you can. And yeah, mentality is the most important, I think, in this as well. You know, stick to your guns because as as we've discussed here like mm. over the long term for sure like i feel like um investing yeah it's, it's proven that you, you can make money from it so yeah. um yeah and just make sure you do it the right way uh thank you so much for listening to this episode of the takeoff experience uh, and we'll see you next week Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code OLDLINE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code OLDLINE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Swimsuit? Check. Sunscreen? Check. Phone charger? Check. Don't forget to pack the 5-Hour Energy. It fits great in a pocket or carry-on, and the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything. Now get 20% off when you use code 5HETRAVEL at 5HourEnergy.com. Expires April 30th. One-time use only. Not valid with other discounts. Remember, visit 5HourEnergy.com and use code 5HETRAVEL to save 20%.